0: all right thank you kelly robinson good morning everybody it's a good morning temperatures are down in most of the state a little bit of rain in some of the state not at our house we are the ones that got uh, excluded this time but oh well we'll uh, we're happy to share in some of the areas that uh, needed rain the most got the rain and that's uh, that's what it's all about so good for you um we are here to uh, talk about the plants at your place meaning your landscape, your garden, urban horticulture, things that have to do with your uh, the plants that you're trying to grow. I don't always have all the answers, if we get to that point, I'll tell you, and uh, I'll do my very best to help you. Jared Taylor is running the boards and uh, doing the uh, the technical work of uh, keeping the program going. Thank heavens for people like Jared, and in this case, thank heavens for Jared. He does a wonderful job with that. If you'd like to call, we'd love to hear from you. The phone number is 888-256-1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. We broadcast from the Amarillo area to the Corpus Christi and Victoria area in deep south Texas, all the way from the piney woods of Crockett to the Big Bend country of Alpine. My hometown uh, town of College Station is represented and we broadcast also all along the Red River and the central Texas area, the big sky country, just a lot of different places in this great state. So pick up that phone. 33 stations carry our program. This time of year, some of them break away to do high school football. And this time of year, some of them break away to do, uh, to, to honor their obligations to college sports. And I get that. I understand that. So this is usually a pretty good time to call through. So 888. 888- 256 1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. Call now. And uh, let's fill those phone lines in. You did that for me last week, and oh my goodness, that felt good. I would be very grateful if you could do that again this week. It's uh, always better to see full phone lines ahead of you than a white screen that says, No, nope, nobody there. So uh, we have Dan in College Station. It'll be our first call up in a few moments. So uh, we'll get ready for him. and and uh, you would be next if you were to call right now. One more time, 888-256-1080 for the Texas Lawn and Garden Hour. Well, welcome to October. That brings a whole new set of things that we need to be doing in our landscapes and gardens, and uh, we can talk about those things. But we're uh, preparing now for the winter and uh, getting things all spruced up for fall. It's a beautiful time to garden. weather is better, and... And you're not quite as busy, hopefully, as, as you were back in the spring, especially this spring. So let's talk about those things. I'll take my first break now, and then we'll get to the phone calls again, 888-256-1080. I have a special offer that I'm breaking to you right now from my own uh, office. This is for my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I do this special each year, but it's a better special than ever, and it's at a time when you really need to get it ordered because of what you're hearing from the Postal Service. This is a limited time offer to encourage early orders on my book through November 15 only. Each year, several thousand people give my book as a Christmas gift. Last year, in the last 10 days, there were 2,000 people who gave my gift as a Christmas gift, my book, and it it about broke my back and my arms trying to get those signed and taken to the post office. I'm the guy that does all of that because I am self-published this book, and I just, I can't do that again. So I'm putting a special offer together, and this is only good through November 15. I would be very grateful if you have interest, if you take this a uh, special now because it's the lowest price you will get and it's the lowest price i've ever offered the biggest discount on the book perfect gift that be used and remembered for years three hundred forty four pages and eight hundred forty of my best photos a hardback printed in texas on high quality paper i sign every copy as it sells it covers everything about outdoor gardening for every county in texas 11 chapters covering lawns and landscapes flowers fruit and vegetables chapter 2 is a 48 page calendar of when to do everything it's never been in any book i've ever written before your satisfaction is fully guaranteed or you'll get all of your money back 67,000 copies sold so far not one request for refund the book is 36.95 plus tax and postage it makes a great holiday gift and as i mentioned i get swamped as christmas approaches until november 15 only the first book is regular price but in the best deal i've ever offered second and third books to the same mailing address only 31 dollars each that's almost a $6 savings. Now you order it either from my website or by calling my office. You can save a lot of money, but that's for the second and third books. They're only $31 each. You order from neilsperry.com or by calling my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. As I mentioned, the lady who works in my office and runs the office is uh, helping a friend at the uh, hospital, and so she is in and out. It would be so much better, if you could, uh, to order from my website. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Why pay every month for a temporary storage facility when you can own a genuine Mueller building? a Mueller building. Mueller's backyard buildings are easy to assemble. They're affordable. You can have it right there in your own backyard for a permanent solution to your storage problems. With a variety of sizes available and more than 30 colors from which to choose, their backyard building kits complement any home or landscape. And if your equipment requires even more storage space, Mueller's standard series buildings are ready to go to work for you. They're fabulous. From workshops to big barns, these pre-engineered, bolt-together buildings come in a variety of size and color options. You can visit them online at mullerinc.com to get a free customized building estimate. And while you're there, click on their color selector tool. Make choosing the perfect combination of colors an easy decision. To find out more about Mueller steel buildings and metal roofing, call 877-2-MUELLER. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That's 877-268-3553. Or visit them at mullerinc.com. Mueller means more. Mueller means steel buildings for permanent storage. I'll have more after this message. All right, Kelly, thank you very, very much. All right, I got to do something. Went to the game last night with McKinney Boyd High School. We have three granddaughters going to McKinney Boyd and two are in the band and one is on the drill team, the Balladoras. And they are sweet girls. We love them all dearly. The senior is president of the band and first chair bassoon in the concert band and marches with a saxophone because double reeds don't march. And the freshman is an oboist, and uh, she also plays saxophone. And the balladora is, uh, uh, is a, a highly skilled gymnast and dancer, as well as a balladora. And that drill team has won national awards. They're good. Uh, Audrey, the oldest, was selected as academic homecoming queen last night. She, out of a class of, I think, 750 students, is uh, number one math student in that school as a senior, the number one senior. And wants to go into neuroscience, oh, golly. So we rejoice for Audrey. And um, they, they have some kids in that family that have some good brain power. It is a, a genetic mutation in this very family. <laughs> so, and we rejoice sweet girls and they are sweet girls that's frankly a lot more important than anything else um phone number because i need some calls you did not respond dan dan called before we went on the air and he's going on in just a moment and nobody else has called since i gave you the phone number so i know you're out there i see the ratings and so i i know that people are listening 888-256-1080 for the texas lawn and garden hour 888-256-1080. Dan, this is Neil. You're in College Station. You're on the air. How can I help you?
1: Yes, Neil, thank you. Uh, I have plenty of black mold on my crepes and a couple of other uh, bushes like uh, my gardenia. And I was wondering if if I should be spraying, uh, what I should be spraying on those to get rid of the black mold.
0: Okay, Uh, people see that it's called sooty mold, S-O-O-T-Y, and they ask the very same question you have asked, and I say the same thing in a blanket statement to the world, not just to you, Dan, uh, and that is you're going after the wrong thing. Um, Sooty mold is basically harmless. In fact, if you uh, it will it will develop, as you said, on other plants, it will develop on oak trees and pecan trees. And if you park an old, old car where the paint has oxidized, if you park that beneath a, a, an oak or pecan, it will develop sooty mold. My driveway, which is paved stone, over years in a pecan forest developed sooty mold. It turned kind of a grayish color instead of the tan color that it naturally had. It's a concrete driveway, and so I had to have it power washed. The sooty mold is is there because there is something else that's allowing it to be there, and that something is called honeydew. It's a sticky uh, uh, goo that comes out of the bodies of aphids or crape myrtle bark scale, and to control the sooty mold, you have to control the insects that allow the sooty mold to grow. If you don't have the insects, you won't have the honeydew and you won't have the sooty mold. So it all stems back to what do I do to keep the insects from showing up? And that is to apply a systemic insecticide the middle of May. It goes into the ground and it is taken into the plant and you'll never see the insects. That systemic insecticide, if you go into a really good garden center or a really good hardware store or feed store, they will know what you're asking for. Uh, because there are not a lot of systemic insecticides out there in the market, and this is the most, uh, the, the, the best-selling insecticide in the in the world. Uh, so it's going to get you right there. But the insecticide is imidacloprid, I-M-I-D-A-C-L-O-P-R-I-D. You put that on as a soil drench the middle of May, and, and that will stop all of what you see.
1: Okay, well, what about, what do I do now? Anything?
0: Well, you can go out with, uh, on the grape myrtles, not so much on the leaves. They're going to come off within a month anyway. On the trunks, you can take a bucket with warm, soapy water and a big, soft sponge and, and rub, but you don't want to do it too briskly. Um, and, and you can clean them up that way, but the bark is going to come off next spring as the trees expand. I don't worry about it. It's, it's harmless. It's ugly. Uh, it is going to shed anyway. Um, but it's totally up to you it is a it's a cosmetic problem
1: okay i have white paste it's like a white pasty uh, substance on my the, the bracts i guess or the branches and some of the leaves of a gardenia is that an is that an insect or would that be
0: that's probably the that's probably the crystallized honeydew that's probably the, the sugary uh, material I was talking about. And In the case of uh, gardenias, uh, the honeydew is usually from white flies. Do you ever, when you're working around the gardenias, do you ever see white flies, little tiny insects flying around? No. Okay. Uh, my guess would be that they are there. You just haven't noticed them. It could be aphids. But uh, what you're seeing, uh, at least in in my first 19 years of life on this earth growing up in college station and and gardening there uh on james parkway having gardenias in our landscape i about choked on white flies when i would go out and work around mm-hmm. the gardenias and uh, they would leave behind that same shiny sticky substrate that would then harden into almost a varnish look uh, kind of a matte finish varnish but it would be there and and it would crystallize to look like uh, uh like what you're describing if it's not that i don't know what it would be you probably it's like take a, a
1: paste it's like a uh, white paste
0: yeah i i don't know from that description i don't know is okay. it on is it on the outer leaves the the newest leaves the oldest leaves is it no, on the stems mainly also?
1: in the i guess if you call it the bract where the
0: i they the, don't have bracts
1: okay so well then the, what the joints of the branches
0: the axles okay the
1: axles okay
0: uh, are you talking about branches, or where the leaves attach to the twigs?
1: Where the where the branches are.
0: Well, that's just a yeah. Okay, that's just where the branches intersect. All right.
1: Okay. Should I spray it with anything, or?
0: Okay, well, let me think a little alone? bit more on that. Then it's so it's in the crotch of of two branches yes. where those where those yes. join,
1: and it's a young young gardenia. It's probably right. only two years old.
0: And how big are these things that you're seeing there?
1: Uh, you can't, they're not really, it's not an insect, it's just when I touch no. it, it's no. like, oh my, it comes in like a paste, a white paste.
2: But
0: but how large is the area that you are touching that you see?
1: Oh, uh, maybe eighth of an inch, 32nd right. of an inch.
0: Do you think there's a chance it would be mealybugs? Do you know mealybugs when you see them?
1: Yeah, well, I thought they, they move around, the mealybugs. Very, they very
0: on. slowly very yeah. i mean if you look at mealy bugs for an hour you will go to sleep before they move <laughs> okay
1: so if mealy bugs are a bug. soft
0: body scale insects I, I they're not especially common on gardenias but they show up on things that you don't expect i would i would look with a low power magnification a a, a reading glass or a, a hand lens of some sort and see if they look like mealybugs or squash one of them. And, and if it has a liquid inside it, then that, that could be a mealybug. Okay. They're a soft-bodied scale insect. I'm guessing because I my first answer was the correct answer. I don't know what it is. So okay. I'm now, I'm now proving that.
1: Okay. And my last question, Neil, you've discussed this many times, is about brown patch. Brown patch, fungicide, and fertilizing. I'm a little confused as to uh you, you say don't uh, fertilize because the f- fertilization, uh, I guess, uh, affects the, the brown patch. No, no, yet,
0: gray, gray leaf spot, different so disease. gray leaf spot. Yeah, gray leaf spot is a hot weather disease that is exacerbated by nitrogen. And so for that reason, I encourage people not to fertilize St. Augustine in, in late June, July, and August. But it's not that time period now. We're into the fall. Brown patch is a cool season disease. It doesn't show up until we've had a few 60 degree nights and some rain. And then you'll see these circular patches. Brown patch looks like a garbage can lid was put on the lawn in the sun. And the grass turns yellow beneath it. Uh, gray leaf spot, you look across the lawn you say, something doesn't look right out there. It's, it's just not it's just not looking good. It's not okay. a defined it's not a defined patch. It's just kind of a ugh, look. But brown patch is wow, look at that. Looks like somebody dropped water balloons
1: down on it. Right. And that's what I had on my lawn and I sprayed it with a fungicide, but it it doesn't um,
0: when did, when I, was I that? Don't know
1: how long it takes.
0: When was that? What month? This month. Okay.
1: Beginning I mean, excuse me, September. Beginning of September it started to show up and All right, so that's pretty early as hot
0: as it was, uh, Dan. It's possible. I've seen it that early. The way you tell on brown patch is you pull on just the blade. It's a it's a leaf blade disease only, and when you pull on the blades, they separate very easily. It's like you had a, a wet Kleenex and you tried to tear it by pulling on it, tug a war on the two sides of it, and it would just tear apart easily. That's the way a brown patch leaf will separate from the runners. The runners are healthy. The leaf is where the problem is. It's right at the base of the leaf, the sheath, the folded part, where it attaches to the runners. And you'll see the decayed area right there at the base. That tells you you have brown patch. And if you have that, then the fungicide to use, another big name, is Azoxystrobin. It uh, has come into the consumer marketplace in the last three years. It's the one we recommend in the spring for take-all root rot and for gray leaf spot. It's the same fungicide for all three. Um, And it's Azoxistrobin, and as far as I know, uh, still at this point, the only company that has it is Scott's uh, uh, Disease X. Um, As soon as there are other companies, I'll mention them too. I'm not trying to promote just one product, but but uh, that's that's the best control that I see from the universities. Okay. Yeah, got to run. I hope that helps.
1: Thank you very kindly, Neil. You, you are welcome.
0: Much. Thanks for listening. Appreciate okay. that. All right, we have another uh, College Station called Max in College Station. I will help him in just a second, but I need to take a break and tell you about Neil Sperry's. E. Gardens. E for electronic. E. Mail. That's how you get it. It comes from my computer to your email box every Thursday evening, just a little after 6 p.m. I write most of the stories in E. Gardens. I enjoy doing that very much. It's like an old fashioned garden section. One of the stories will always be a featured plant of the week. One of the stories will always be gardening this weekend, where I point out the uh, the, the most important 10 or 15 things that you need to be doing. Gretchen caught me this week and said, Neil, you sent the five stories, but I don't see gardening this weekend. I said, Oh, no, I'd forgotten to do that one. So I got, got that done. And uh, one of the stories is always a featured question of the week, something that has come up time and time again. And so that's uh, a, a hint of what you'll find in eGardens. If you want to see what it looks like, go to my website. That's where you have to sign up for it. You can't call and, and ask us to sign you up. It's free and always will be, so the, the, the pressure's on you. If you're going to get an electronic newsletter, that means you go online, and so that means that you can get to my website. You can, you can go to the eGarden gardens tab, and you can sign yourself up. But while you're there, if you want to look at it, you can see the last issue. That's neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on that E-Gardens tab, take a look, and sign up. We'll be looking for you. Neilsperry's E-Gardens at neilsperry.com. More after these messages. Thank you, Kelly. I'm going to reinforce that phone number. It's 888-256-1080. We are live. It is 1131 or so. Um, and uh, this is a Saturday morning for Saturday of October, and I'd love to hear from you right now. 888-256-1080. Please call. If I can help you with a gardening question, call now. Don't be calling in 10 or 15 minutes and saying, Oh, I never can get in. You're always going off the air. You've had ample time and you have ample time now if you call right now. I'd love to hear from you. We go to Max in College Station. Max, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, Max. Well, that's not helpful. If you're needing calls and you get one and then Max loses the connection or hangs up, then that's just not handy at all. What do you think, Jarrett? Is he uh, gone? and jared may be gone so i'm <laughs> feeling a little lonesome right now max had a hibiscus question there's no way i can begin to answer that without any more detail than that jared are you there my friend think okay uh what is max there or not there okay i i don't know where to go then because max did not respond jared was taking another call so Anyway, I'm going to take a break, folks, because I don't know what Jared wants me to do. I will tell you about my website. I will tell you about my website, and uh, we'll uh, get a little ahead on the break, and that's not a bad thing. Let's see. It's not the website I want to talk about. It's my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I hope you will uh, take advantage of the chance to... um, get it ordered right away. Like I mentioned to you, this turned out last year to be an extremely popular opportunity for people who wanted to give the book as a Christmas gift. And uh, this is a way that you can get two or three books. The first book is at the regular price of thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage. And, and that is a really good price on a book that's a hardback Uh, It's on high-quality paper that has 344 pages, 840 photographs that covers every aspect of outdoor gardening in Texas, every aspect of uh, lawns and landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetables. It's all in there. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when to do everything in your landscape and garden. It tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're trying to grow. People tell me Chapter 2 alone covers the cost of the book and I always guarantee since you don't get to see the book before you buy it I guarantee your satisfaction or I'll give you a full refund. Uh, I, I see the comments that people make and so many say I bought one for myself now I want to buy these for my uh, children or my my friends or business associates or whatever. Okay so the first one's at thirty six ninety five. The second and third books or if you just want one other one second and or third only $31 each. That's a special I'm announcing to you today, and it is good only through November 15. I just have to have some relief of all of the signing that comes right before Christmas. I just about killed myself trying to get all these things done last year. And so that's what I'm offering to you. The best deal I can, and it uh, it is good through November 15. You've heard the post office say, we're not going to promise delivery like we usually do. Well, this is... This is why I'm giving you this offer uh, here in early October. So, here are the two ways you can order the book. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. You have to order it from my office or off my website. The website is by far the better way. The office number is answered most of the time, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The way you can get it 24-7 is by... Go into my website neilsperry.com, n e i l s p e r r y dot com. Click on the book and take a look at it. I think you'll see you need to have it. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com. More after these messages. Thank you, Kelly. We—I uh, mentioned that we went to a football game last night with uh, the, our three granddaughters uh, uh, playing at, at halftime. Actually, the halftime show was moved till after ha- uh, the game because of the—well, uh, the reason I'm about to explain. Uh, the Boyd halftime, the Allen Band came from Allen, Texas, and for those of you who are not familiar, uh, Allen has one high school in a town of seventy-five thousand people it was their choice to do it that way so that it all could be concentrated there the uh, school and i'm not sure exactly what their their population is but it has uh, somewhere in the 6 to 7000 student range it's a small university the band has 850 band members uh, when you include band and the and the drill team everybody that was out on the field and they have a huge sound from their band. They have a very good band. My wife was a music major at Ohio State. That was before she could have been in the marching band, but she was in the concert band. And um, so we, we enjoy bands. And the McKinney Boyd Band is an award-winning band. They're very good. But hats off to Alan for their band program, their music program. With that many kids, to have that big a percentage of those kids involved in band is just fabulous. And actually in both schools. So that was that was fun to watch. We go to Conley and Alpine. I give you that phone number again, folks. Having to milk the milk the crowd on this one. 888-256-1080. Uh, college uh, football steals my listeners. 888-256-1080. Conley, this is Neil. How are things in Alpine?
3: Hey, Neil. Yeah, things are going great. It's a nice misty morning here, and misty. luckily I'm not a football fan.
0: Misty's so. a heavy rain.
3: Oh, no, no. We we had some mist. Uh, high relative humidity today, but no real no real rainfall here in this neck of the woods yet. Oh, I, I got it. Well,
0: how can I help you?
3: Well, uh, as you know, you've been out here. We love you here uh, in Alpine, and um, uh, let me tell you, there's nothing like a beautiful walk or stroll But uh, you get uh, those goat head stickers, and they travel with you. They travel in your home. They seem to be everywhere right now. And whenever I pass by one, I try to pull them up, you know, a little bit. And it's just, is there anything more that we can do to get rid of these goat heads or at least control them? I tried Uh, electrocution. I tried everything.
0: Oh, goodness. Uh, If you're talking about in a home lawn and uh, in a a – relatively urban setting. They're mm-hmm. broadleafed weeds and so you could use the pre emergent called gallery to prevent gallery. them from coming up. Yeah, that's one you probably haven't heard a lot about. So mm-hmm. that would keep them from germinating in the first place. And you could use a broadleafed weed killer spray applied to the young weeds when they when they first come up. They have a oh, you know, kind of a fern like leaf or uh, clover-like however you want to describe it but yeah you, kind of cloverish yeah right? you you know what they look like and so when they first come up before they start making the 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 burrs uh then that would be the time to spray them and, and frankly i i don't take the easy way out when i'm using a broad weed killer i use a tank uh, pump sprayer and right. uh, the reason is i can be much more precise by doing that uh the fact that my dad uh did all the herbicide research for Texas A and M for my childhood. I, I watched him do that, and I got to carry those tanks and make those applications to help him once I got old enough to do it. So I learned from the best.
3: <laughs> uh, oh yeah, well, so so uh, not many goathead stickers in your in your time. Well,
0: goatheads, yeah, and goatheads are more a, a, a West Texas phenomenon because uh, they they like the soils that you have. They they are happy not to have the competition of, of a lot of rainfall in, in East Texas and the, mm. the lush vegetation. You guys certainly don't have that and they, right. they adapt better in the arid conditions. For folks who are not familiar with goat heads, you think we're talking about graspers. Uh, we are talking about graspers on ultimate steroids. These things will yeah. puncture, uh, caterpillar tractor tires. They're just, they're amazing. <laughs>
3: It's amazing because they're so resilient, yeah. and it seems like we have goat heads here that are from like three years ago almost. Yeah, because when they die, they just stick around.
0: That's exactly right. And those are the and and the reason for that. Uh, those are the seeds, of course, and the reason that they're that that durable is that that is nature's way of protecting those seeds against a misty day in early October, where other plants might go ahead and try to germinate. And mm. nature is saying to them, nah, this is not a rain. You don't, you don't sprout now. You wait until we get more moisture and different conditions, and, and then you grow. That's, that's, the, that's the reason that so many of the plants that are native to the, uh, the Cheesus Mountains and the Davis Mountains have hard seed coats, is so that they don't all germinate at exactly the same time uh, when,
3: mm. when you get a little shower. Interesting. So I should go out and buy some uh, gallery pre-emergent and it, for the, now's the time to start putting it. No, for no, the that spring, would be or? for the
0: spring. It's a spring application, and in Alpine, oh, okay. it would be. Talk to the folks over at Morrison's, but it's it's going to be probably uh, the first couple weeks of April where you are as high as
3: you are. Okay. Well, thanks. It Sounds good, and definitely be uh, looking that book up for a Christmas present.
0: Thank you very much. Good deal. I love talking to Alpine anytime. Call me again.
3: <laughs> All right. Take care. Thank thanks, thanks you.
0: Neil. All right. Bye bye. Yeah, my first two years of my life were alpine, and then we moved to the Bryan College Station area, and that's where Curtin is, and that's where the next call is, Jerry and Curtin. Jerry, how can I help you? How
2: are you doing? How are you doing I'm doing, doing well. You? Thank you. Uh, I just had a question about, uh, I have about 40 acres, and I do some block mowing to try to control uh, weeds. And when I'm talking about weeds, I'm talk- well, I am talking. call them goat weeds and bitter weeds. Now, I don't know what the correct you know, they, they grow tall. The bitter weed has a, a really a pretty serious uh, stem on it. And uh, I want, was asking about when is the best time to try to mow that because I don't want to spread seeds or anything. And um, I've heard, heard different opinions about it.
0: I'm going to uh, I'm going to give you my answer, and I'm going to cut my legs off before I even give you the answer by saying that this is not something that I'm highly skilled in. I work more in urban horticulture. Um, I get it. <laughs> but but the answer is going to be the same, and that is you need to mow these things before they bloom, before they go to seed, or immediately as the seed is forming, so that it doesn't have a chance to mature. Okay, That's a, that's at least going to get rid of the seed crop. Now, if it's a perennial weed, um, I'm going to pick one you didn't mention. That would be Dallas grass or Johnson grass. Right, Getting rid right. of the seed helps, but you still have those roots underneath that are going to be spreading, so that's only going to get you so far down the road. What I, what I would really suggest, Jerry, is that you contact the county extension office and mm-hmm. have them put you in touch with the, the appropriate agronomist at A&M. Uh, honestly, I, I would think that there would be a huge amount of information already online from the agronomy section at Texas A and M to help you. Um, I I don't work in that field, so I'm not as I, I don't I'm not as proficient in how to guide you there. If oh, it were I, horticulture, sure. I could help, but uh, but I know as much work as they do in field crops and pasture management. I know that they'll have a lot of good fact sheets and other things that can help you on controlling those weeds, identifying them Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: uh, going from there. I'll bet the people at producers there on your side of town, I'll bet the people there could, could get you started. And uh, then you could look online from that, from there. Yeah.
2: Okay. It was, I looked online and it wasn't really clear when, uh, you know, I, I think it's sometime like about right now, but to, to, you know, Cut let these down before they really start going to seed. Let but your
0: I, county extension office do a a, a, a a calendar for you of what you need to do when, and okay. uh, they'll they'll cookbook it for you so you just follow the recipe.
2: Well, that lot of work. I, I appreciate it.
0: I'm glad you called. Have a great day. Take all care. All
2: right,
4: you go, you go, all right. Veggies.
0: Oh, you bet. Absolutely. So, let me tell you right now about uh, my website. That's what I started to talk about a few moments ago, prematurely. My website is neilsperry.com. That's where you go to buy my book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. That's basically the only place it's sold, that and calling my office. So, neilsperry.com, N E I L, it's in alphabetic order, E I, N E I L, S P E R R Y.com. It's like Sperry Topsiders. Oh, how I wish. <laughs> no relative of mine so that's neilsperry.com you can you can order my book you can sign up for neilsperry's e-gardens the electronic newsletter you can also uh, at that point um, uh, see my 1001 frequently asked questions all of that is available to you from the website what i've written about rose rosette virus This awful disease that has been a real problem in the Dallas-Fort Worth area for the last 10 or 12 years is now spreading out into the state more. It's been around for 70 or 80 years, but really a problem in DFW recently. And uh, so it's there. I've left that archived there. A lot of other things. So if you're interested, go to my website. It is com. I don't want to tell you about Mueller again. Homegrown goodness, that's what Mueller's all about. Mueller's been producing quality steel buildings and metal roofing right here in the Lone Star State for 90 years. Now you can grow a Mueller greenhouse, and you can grow it right in your own backyard. They're easy-to-assemble, bolt-together greenhouses come in five sizes from six by nine up to 12 by 21 feet and they feature a galvanized steel frame with more than 30 designer trim colors from which to choose with hail resistant polycarbonate panels lockable walk door and windows a Mueller greenhouse will let the sun shine in while it protects your plants year round don't let the weather ruin what you've worked so hard to produce Get a great greenhouse from a Texas-grown company. Pretty great company. Visit them online at mullerinc.com. That's M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, Or give them a call at 8772 mueller That's 877-268-3553. Muellerinc.com. Mueller for greenhouses. More after this message.
4: Thank you, Kelly, very much, and welcome. Welcome back. You didn't go anywhere. You're still there.
0: Welcome. Let's go to Frank in Palestine. Frank, this is Neil. Good morning. How can I help you?
4: Good morning, sir. I've got a plant, or it's, it's, it's a shrub, almost a tree, in, in the flower bed. Uh, very waxy-type leaves on it. I, I meant to try to identify it, but sorry, I didn't get to do that. And then right across the sidewalk from it is a crepe myrtle. The waxy packed shrub leaf has got, it looks like drier lint. You know, a lint comes out of a clothes dryer all over the leaves. And then the bottom of the bush, the leaves are actually dying and falling off. And if you brush up next to this thing, that stuff just gets airborne and floats in the air. Now, and then the crepe myrtle has got, it's turned the stems on it, the big stems have turned black with white splotches on it. And I have no idea what this is. All right. Yeah.
0: Well I can help you on the crepe myrtle and I'm trying to help you on the other plant. It would help to know what the other plant was. The crepe myrtle right. I would the crepe myrtle I would imagine has the sooty mold that we were talking about to a caller earlier in the hour. Sooty mold looks like um, it just it just looks like a black mold on the leaves, and it is it is the result of uh, honeydew. Just bear with well, me. Well, now
4: this this is not on the leaves. This is on the, the stems. The just
0: just bear bear with me for a second. Okay, okay. Insects get on crepe myrtle um, stems and leaves. Um, on the on the leaves, you will get crepe myrtle aphids. Aphids are little. Uh, I'm going to have to hustle with my answer. Aphids are little pear-shaped insects that will cluster on the leaves. The scale that gets on the uh, crepe myrtle bark scale will be on the twigs, and they are white, Uh Uh, look like mealybugs. Both of those insects give off honeydew, a sticky residue, and the black sooty mold will grow in that residue. To get rid of the sooty mold, you get rid of the insects with that systemic insecticide I talked at length about early in this hour. Uh, imidacloprid, the systemic insecticide applied in the middle of May. That's probably what you're seeing and and you may have the uh, the bark scale because they look like white spots on the stems. so that would be my guess on the crepe myrtle and I don't know what the other plant is. I'd have to know that and have to uh, work yeah. on that one more with you. I'm yeah. out of time for this week but uh, okay. but call me back if you if you figure out what the plant is, call me back uh, okay and and I'll try to help you with that one.
4: I do appreciate
0: it. All right. Thank you, Frank, very, very much. Folks, I have enjoyed this very much. I hope you'll sign up for eGardens, the electronic newsletter, at neilsperry.com. My thanks go to Jared Taylor for running a nice, tight ship today. And our ship didn't sink because you called. And uh, I'll be back next, uh, next week at the same time at 11 o'clock. A podcast of this program will be on my website at neilsperry.com. Thanks for listening. Happy gardening.